Hello everybody and welcome to the MGTOW Academy YouTube channel. Thanks for stopping by. And for those of you who are subscribed or a bit to my channel before, thank you and welcome back. In today's quick podcast, I'm reading an article from gynocentrism.com. It discusses the bachelor tax. It is what it sounds like. A tax on bachelors. We'll read the article and I'll give you guys my thoughts on it. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Alright, so let's read the first paragraph. <clears throat> in the 1890s, a proposed tax on bachelors caused the very first MGTOW and men's rights group to form. At that time, a group of bachelors uh, banded together in response to the tax and to fight for their freedom from gynocentric slavery. I like the way they put that. They can also be considered the first men's rights group to fight against patently misandric laws. Alright then. So you guys have a basic understanding of what's going on. In the 1890s, uh, there's been uh, attacks on bachelors. And men did the right thing and rebelled against it because it's wrong. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and hop to the next paragraph. Um, let's go ahead and read this. In 1896, a Miss Charlotte Smith, feminist and activist and president of the Women's Rescue League, uh, spearheaded an anti-bachelor campaign based on her concerns about the increasing numbers of women who could not find husbands. A surprising development considering men outnumbered women in the United States by then, uh, I'm sorry, then by one and a half million. Hmm. I wonder why. Uh, so here's the thing. Her solution to the problem was to denigrate Madeline and ultimately punish bachelors in order to pressure them into marrying any women unlucky enough to remain unwed. Mrs. Smith's malignment of bachelors began with attacks on public servants and officials, saying that bachelors have always been failures and that bachelor politicians especially were narrow-minded, selfish, egotistical, and cowardly. Narrow-minded, selfish, egotistical, and cowardly. Guys, focus on that. Narrow-minded, selfish, egotistical, and cowardly. This really does sound like something a feminist would describe a man. Oh, yeah, she is a feminist. Wow, I'm surprised that she calls bachelors, you know, men who are doing what they're, they, they're just choosing to opt out of relationships and marriage. She's calling them narrow-minded, selfish, egotistical, and cowardly. I am so surprised that a feminist is upset that a man has freedom or that men have freedom. You know, I, I would never imagine that feminists would be like this. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, let's go ahead and hop to the next paragraph. She further claimed that it's about time to organize anti-bachelor clubs in this state. It should be the purpose of every young woman to look up the record of each and every man who is looking for votes, and should his moral uh, character be such would make him unfit for office, then his shortcoming should be the point of attack by the anti-bachelor women of Massachusetts. Huh. There are 47,000 girls between the ages of 20 and 29 years in this state who cannot find husbands. And the bachelor politicians, they do not dare discuss the social evil question. Hmm. Alright then. Well, look at this. Won't you look at that. No man can be good, honorable, and upright citizen who has not entered into the holy bonds of wedlock. 
Sure. Okay, sure. Alright, let's scroll down a bit, guys. Let's scroll down a bit. Read this. Part of a remedy was that a bachelor was excluded from the employment in prominent public sector positions. For second punishment, proposed a universal bachelor tax of $10 per year be applied, amounting to between one to four weeks of the average wage with the proceeds to provide living standards for unmarried maidens, orphans, and the poor. To give you guys my brutally honest, straightforward opinion on, you know, the proceeds going to the unmarried maidens, orphans, and the poor, honestly, the orphans and the poor would be getting absolutely uh, very little to none of the proceeds, and the majority of them, if not all, uh, the proceeds would go to the unmarried maidens, simply because of the fact that men choose to opt out of something. See, feminists don't like men to have liberty. This is, uh, look, I know that I'm, this is stuff that's been repeated on MGTOW channels, Red Pill channels, anti-feminist channels all the time. This here is nothing new, okay? And I'll explain why I did this little podcast at the end of the video. I'll explain but let's continue. So, we are at the part of this is in 1911. In 1911, Mrs. Smith was still spruiking attacks on bachelors, claiming statistics showed that 60% of eligible men in Massachusetts never married, especially men of small means, because in order to be popular at the club, now it is necessary for a man to have one or two automobiles, a yacht, and two or three mistresses, uh, mistresses and, uh, but no marriage. Okay. Um, man, I don't even know what to say. This is no different, okay? Remember, this happened in like the, eight, like the late 1890s, now in like the early 1900s. Um, we're in 2017, people. Men, let me ask you this right now. Does her behaviors, do her behaviors seem any, di do they seem any different than current feminists? Think about it, guys. Just think about it. She is a feminist who is unhappy at men having their own freedoms, at men having the liberty to opt out of relationships. And because she is unhappy with that, she is forcing them, or proposing to force them, to pay a bachelor tax of $10 a year. And that's unconstitutional. And I think even a court ruled that. But nonetheless... Here's the other thing. She wants the proceeds of those taxes to go to the to the unmarried maidens. Huh. I mean, do you guys see the message here? This is feminism at its finest. This may be in like the late 1890s or the early 1900s, but it, it, it's not any different. I used to think that Third wave feminism was the was just like that one bad wave, but no, feminism itself is horrible. It's it's been flawed from the beginning. It's been a flaw from the, well, it it's had several flaws from the beginning. It's a failure. That's where I was trying to look for a failure. I mean seriously, even in the first wave, trying to get women to vote, yet they aren't required to register for the draft, because you know that's just equality right there. But let's go back to what I was talking about earlier. She saw this uh, cunt, Miss Smith, is wanting these men to pay a bachelor tax for choosing to not to get married, and the proceeds go to women. 
this is feminism at its finest because it they're robbing men of their freedoms and giving women more power. Feminism is a women's supremacy movement that carries an anti-male agenda. This is nothing new, folks. But, once again, I'll explain why I did this podcast towards the end. Alright, let's continue. We're going to finish off by scrolling down to the bottom of the page, and we will le- uh, read these last two paragraphs. So guys, men, get this. Penalties against bachelors as enticements to marry are seen as far back as classical Roman times. Roman times. And as with Eliza and Mariana, who in 1707 and a dominion proposed harsh penalties for unwed men, women are the most passionate advocates for bachelor uh, of bachelor punishments. Jeez, you don't say. You know, I thought men were the most passionate advocates for bachelor of bachelor punishments. Jeez, I didn't know that. Huh. So, even in 1707, Anno Dominion, that is a long time ago. Yet, these women are still unhappy that men are having freedom and liberty. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I never knew that this would happen. <laughs> okay, so let's finish off with this last and final paragraph. The anti-Bardell bachelor band represents possibly the earliest MGTOW and MHRA group we know of, with men fighting for the basic right to determine their own lives and liberty, including their right to not marry. The stacked deck against men is not new, nor is an organized reaction to it. The only thing these poor chaps needed was the internet and a mind for rebellion. With this mind, let's make sure we can milk the internet uh, for all we can squeeze out of it. It's our best chance yet. Well, uh, I read articles like this all the time, by the way, but this is something that stood out. This is something that, that made a light bulb go off in my head. I was like, okay, I gotta upload a video on this. Like, holy crap. Now, the actual reason why I made a video on this. Remember, this whole thing on feminism, it's nothing new at all. I just wanted to make this podcast to show you guys that even as early as 1707 and Dominion, women were not happy with men choosing to go their own way. They were not happy with men having freedom and liberty. This certainly shows that feminists don't like for men to have freedom. Well, men, it's time. It's time for us to say no to marriage to free ourselves from gynocentric slavery, to guarantee a happy life, a free life, a life that is, well, determined by you, not by a woman, not by a feminist, not by the government, but you. Save yourself while you're still legally allowed to opt out of gynocentric slavery, also known as marriage. Huh. Well, guys, this quick podcast is coming to an end. You can download this for free at samclad.com. The link to that is in the description below. Be sure to follow me on MGTOW.com and on Twitter at MGTOW Academy. The links to both profiles are in the description below. Also, I'd like to give a special thank you to Andrew Applepie for letting me use his music. The link to his webpage and YouTube are in the description below. Also, you can support him at Bandcamp.com and on Patreon as well. 
Links to those are in the description below. Leave feedback or red pills in the comments. Remember that it's a dangerous world out there. So remember to take your daily dose of red pills and stay safe.